Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. My name is Anana Moon. We're all cruising along. Is this moment in your life full of light and clarity? Or are you making your way through the shadows of challenges and difficulties? Or are you straddling the divide? Rest your mind. We are never in the shadow for long. We are never, we are always in the process of awakening, evolving, and becoming. We live in the light of our maturity and experience. Find courage in the fact that the light and the shadow are really our companions on the road. And once again, welcome. We are still in the circle of the harvest. This is October 2019. And we are continuing harvesting everything we planted in the new year or whatever you've planted, your ideas, your plans, uh, your, your expectations um, are still in process. But we are now coming up to the third harvest of the year. In ancient times, there were three of them. There was Lamas, there was Mabon or the Equinox, and then there was all Hallows or the Day of the Dead, depending on what part of the world you're in, um, and, and in other languages, as that might I add. But you are all, all of us are in our process. Different things are coming up for different people. And today's uh, topic has to do with unusual or strange meditation experiences. But before we get to that, I'm just asking, how have you enjoyed Alban Elvid? And that would be the last two episodes. Um, my friend Merlin was on and we discussed the Alban Elvid ritual in episode 55. And in episode 56, he performed that for you. It is still up it's going to remain up um, and it's an opportunity for you to join in a past life regression ritual um, you'll find us on podbean and itunes um, by now you know that probably but i'm also mentioning it because not only would i like to hear for you but merlin most certainly would like to hear from you about your experience of the ritual um, you can find his address on Podbean or iTunes in, our, in the description of the event. Um, and you can also email me um, at anonamoon.com on my website. Okay, so we're going to talk about unusual meditation experiences. I've had some clients ask me about these. Um, and again, we're in this interesting time of year where the shadows are coming in. Um, and it's not that um, unusual or strange experiences uh, necessarily have to happen at this time of year. They do, but they could happen at any time. Um, very often when you're new to meditation, um, it's that there's... Uh, processing going on there's symbolism that might be coming up for you um, so to those of you who meditate you may have already had some of these experiences I would hope that perhaps you would journal about them uh, talk to others about them but draw them out pull them out in the open it's not that um, they're going to cause you difficulties as you continue meditating um, but 
but some things do come up for people and they're very concerned about them. Um, first, just a quick review of why we meditate, the, mean, the main reasons for meditation. Um, we are certainly trying to come to a place of finding a peace and a relaxation. Um, some people want to get to know themselves better. Um, they want to look into their feelings and emotions. Uh, it could be the case that your doctor said to you it would be a great thing for you to relieve stress, to lower blood pressure, to possibly sleep better. So the last thing you need are unusual or distressing experiences that pop up out of your mind while you're meditating. And yet it's going to be part of the process. There are going to be things that worry you or frustrate you um, as you go forward on the path. It's part of learning how to do this very deep work. Um, we often are problem solving when we're meditating. We find we are more creative and with a creative mind come all kinds of possibilities of experiences. Meditation most certainly influences your intuition. So the things you see in your meditation, the things you hear, the things you feel in your gut, um, the memories that crop up or come up for you uh, will become part of your meditation. Meditation, again, is not necessarily about quieting your mind or stopping your thoughts. I think still that's probably the most frustrating thing for most people when they think about meditation or even if you've just read books. Usually your teacher will tell you, no, it isn't all about stopping your thoughts. It's just about you coming into quieting your mind, figuring out how to do that, being able to focus your mind on your own uh, without your mind running off and chattering about everything. But all kinds of things can happen in meditation. So what are some of the unusual or strange experiences that I'm talking about? Could be if you're, especially if you're doing closed eye meditation, there are lights that will swirl around for you. You might see shapes, you might see a golden light, you might see a pulsing vibration of light around you. But that can also happen, by the way, if you're meditating with your eyes open, suddenly you'll start to feel or see a vibration of light around you, which is not a problem. That's your own energy field or auric field. For those of you who are more visually oriented, that can happen. Um, there are feelings of euphoria that can happen. There are out-of-body experiences that you can slip into, especially the more your mind quiets down and pays attention, but then as your consciousness withdraws some, you might get feelings of being out of the body or floating. Um, there are certainly feelings of being positive. A lot of people are suspicious of, I'm usually not that positive a person. Why now am I suddenly just feeling like I'm, I'm either as high as a kite or I am happier than I've ever been in my life, which often brings tears. Um, you would you would hope for that. Actually, that's going to there's going to be a change in your own body's chemistry that will bring you to a more positive state of being. There could be head rushes or rushes of energy. 
Um, you can have tingly or warm feelings in deep meditation. Um, of the physical, I would say the most shocking for me was when I first started meditating in that first year, I had a lot of back problems. And lo and behold, I found out that if you sit still and let your body be, it actually works on itself. And I would suddenly shudder or there'd be a shake along my spine. And I came to realize my body was actually adjusting itself. And yes, I was seeing an acupuncturist at the time, but it was phenomenal to me how very much we can heal. I expected there to be mental, emotional healing, perhaps coming to terms with some of the thoughts that were coming through in my meditation, but to physically heal. And I've talked to other people, everything from ankle and knee adjustments to elbows to shoulders your body will realign itself. So that will come under the heading of something unusual you might not know about. Um, anxiety can come up for you. And certainly as your mind goes deeper and dredges up those deeper thoughts and memories and things that may have happened in your life in recent years or in the early years of your life, there can be anxiety, sometimes sorrow. You let yourself cry always, I feel, in meditation. And honestly, in meditation, crying doesn't last long. Your mind, talk about as the spine aligns, um, if the spine aligns, then certainly in your mind, you come to an understanding within yourself. Your emotions start to balance out. So less crying as you go along. Um, other possibilities, um, there can be um, the sensing of other beings around you. Even when you're sitting alone, you may sense a wiser being, perhaps a guide is coming in, but a sense that you have spirit with you. Um, some people... Um, feel that they're having psychic experiences or perhaps they're foretelling the future if your mind continues forward and kind of plays a tape for you of what could be or what might be happening or what might happen in the future i would say honestly let go of of those um that's for your journaling um, or just to take note of and see what happens maybe you are someone who's seeing seeing or sensing what may happen in the future, but often we're playing out a variety of thoughts and possibilities and your mind is laying those out and looking at them while you meditate. There can be dark imagery, scary thoughts, um, thoughts you feel you shouldn't have, but your mind wants you to know what all is within you. It's, it's your mind. You could also say your higher self or the higher intellect. Um, it's, it's as you meditate, you are going to go deeper. Um, it doesn't mean that those scary thoughts are happening. It may be a revisiting only, but only in thought of experiences you might have had. Um, 
um, often it's a good idea at that point to have a yoga teacher because sometimes those things feel very, very real and in the present moment because to meditate, you, you will fall in and must be in the present moment of your existence. Um, but don't let it stop you from meditating. That's what I would say. Um, I did at one point, in, again, in my first year, and that first year brings so much, I was so concerned about memories that came up that I didn't understand. I stopped meditating and going, wait a minute, this is too heavy for me. Um, talk to someone, go to your therapist, go to a friend, um, let, let that out. And anyway, as you continue meditating, your mind is going to figure it out. Your mind will take you back to a peaceful place every time. The whole body, mind, body, spirit, is about coming back to balance and coming back to a harmony and therefore coming back to love and serenity and joy. So even if you go into the darker depths of your mind, you are always going to come back to your peace. And that's the important thing to know. One more thing, and this isn't so scary, um, you will hear sounds sometimes, just, just like you can see, see something in your mind's eye or see a light. Some people do hear sounds or voices speaking to them. They'll hear a word or two. Um, you might hear your name called. It might, that might be an echo of a memory. That might be spirit. Um, people often hear chimes or bells. Um, when you are, I've, I've had the experience when I've, I've had that experience, but I've also had the experience of when a gong is playing for some yoga classes, there will be gongs playing, or maybe you've gone to a sound bath. Um, there, there will be other sounds going on underneath that are unique to you and you just let them play out. It's kind of the, again, the, the music of your mind, of your consciousness. To go deeper into why unusual or strange experiences might be happening while you meditate, um, first of all, I would say, again, let them pass. Just let them play out. Your meditation actually should be about as thoughts rise and fall, as uh, visions come in and then go out again. Um, as you have moments of uh, the laundry list of things to do, cause, because what you're taught in meditation is suddenly your mind will go, well, wait, let's, your, especially your ego, egoic mind will say, wait, shouldn't you have done the laundry? Wait, shouldn't you have uh, let the dog back in? Do this or do that. The, the, your list will come up. If you can, remain sitting in your meditation and let those things, all these things flow by. You can journal about some things later. You can do most of the things that you give yourself an excuse to stop meditating for. You can do those later. Um, but, but sometimes we're looking for those excuses. Um, and the mind does want to entertain you. But what I would say is... Um, one of the reasons this happens is because we are very unlimited beings, which is something you discover as you're meditating. 
So if you're an unlimited being, it means an unlimited mind that can pick up on anything. If we are in some ways like radios, fine tuning, think of all the static that comes across on a radio when you're shifting from one station to a next. Okay, maybe you don't have a radio that does that anymore, <laughs> but, but certainly when you change a channel, there is an adjustment going on. And when we're talking about changing channels in meditation, what we mean is going from one level or one layer of consciousness to the next. So your mind, your higher self, talking to the ego mind will play with your feelings and your thoughts and all kinds of possibilities can come into action. Um, we can become very acutely aware of the difference between the higher self and the ego mind. And to be in the higher self is to step almost outside of the ego and the higher mind watches what the ego is doing. Um, I've likened it, many people have likened it to being like the child at play. The ego wants to be of service, wants to do what you want to do. But if you tell it right now, we're just going to sit and be and connect to our deeper selves. The ego doesn't quite know what to do with that. So it will bring up, it'll say, here, I'll help you. How about this? Let me bring this dark thought to you. Let me bring this sound to you. Let me um, shift into something you usually are not comfortable with. Um, so you'll pay attention to me is basically the thought of the ego. Um, but you can come back from that. You can let it go. Um, honestly, the heart, at the heart of the strange meditation experiences is some sort of resistance to meditation at all. Um, and it's more about the habit of being in the body and um, finding something else to do moment to moment to moment. And then you, you plop down and say, I'm not doing anything else. I'm sitting here. I'm listening. I'm attuning to my higher self. And the ego goes, oh, I will show you what I normally do. And here's something I do. And then you do pay attention to it because you want to give it its room to express itself. And then you want to come back to your peace and you will churn the information, churning, thinking about pulling in and then releasing what no longer serves you, not only for the time of the meditation, but for the experience of your life going forward, because meditation is indeed changing you. Um, so something I was saying earlier, emotions will certainly try to surface and the, there's a level of healing that goes on while you're meditating. That would be why your emotions come up and why past issues that you maybe have not resolved, resolved will come up for you. And you might not even know what that past issue is. You may, it, it, this, this is where it is unusual because it may be something very strange, abstract, out there that comes up for you. Um, and you don't have to demand that you know exactly what that is. Uh, certainly, there will be things that come up that 
you cannot resolve right there in your meditation. Sometimes it turns out to be a long-term something. Um, there will be thoughts about a past experience that requires some time. Those are the things that can be troubling or they can trigger some anxiety. Um, perhaps depression or you, f you will certainly discover if you deal with depression that your mind, your higher self will want to address that sooner rather than later because you're shifting and rising to another level of consciousness. So whatever is in the way of that, whatever you're resisting, whatever you're holding on to, will fall away. It will fall away, pass away. You won't need to have the anxiety anymore because it will be exchanged for a level of confidence in knowing more about yourself and who you are. And that's one of the most impressive things I feel about meditation. You don't even have to work on that. You can say, yes, this is why I'm meditating. But in time, that will happen for you. Little by little, the past, the difficulties will transition out for a more balanced, peaceful, harmonious way of being in the world and handling the various issues of your life. Just like the title of this show, Cruising in the Light and Shadow, like I've said before, the reason I chose that is because you do find out that the shadow is here to help you. And so you become less afraid of it. When, we, when we're working for, at first with our minds and we're working in a spiritual practice, it's not just meditation, but any other practices, you find out what you cannot do or that, ooh, I could do this if I let go of that or I could get better at this if I stop thinking that way or if I see uh, myself or see things from a different perspective, which your mind, your higher self wants you to, because it's aware of all your possibilities and all the amazing things, the good things that you're capable of, it will say, here's an issue, here's a shadow that it points out, and it brings light to that shadow. That's empowering. That's truly, that truly reinforces your empowerment. Um, so some of the things, though, that can, that, that can and will help as time goes on, if you're having the occasional unusual or strange experience, I'm not saying that this will continue on, it'll get worse and worse. Um, I'm saying, I do say if you run away from an experience, eventually it's going to come back and your mind's going to go, uh, what about this thing you kept trying to avoid? Let's, let's go ahead and walk through that. And it really is the walking through of that, um, of that, pro of that problem or issue or whatever. And it will, in your mind, because it is creative, will find many ways to do that. So don't give up on yourself. But something you can do for yourself is set an intention for your meditation. I'm not saying you will stick to the one intention. You can say, "I'm here to have the most." You might say to yourself, "I am here to have the most peaceful." loving meditation I can have because that's what I need spirit more than anything I've had a hard day at work I just want to feel some love here from 
my higher self and from my guidance around me and you let all of that go um you can meaning you let you let the intention go before you start to meditate i would also say it's a good idea to call in spirit um, those of you that might feel a little anxiety when you start to meditate and if you're new to meditation it sometimes feels odd or funny to sit down and just be by yourself so we play music or if you don't want to play music just sitting with yourself saying here's my intention here are my guides you can call in whoever you want um, there are plenty of people who call in Archangel Michael or Jesus or Mary or Kuan Yin, any of the gods and goddesses or the saints to be with them or con they want to be conscious of having a support before they start meditating. It's a very good idea. So you can do that. Um, you might say a prayer or an affirmation. That's kind of like tuning the signal that I was talking about. It very much helps you um, feel like, okay, I'm in a certain balance at least. I've prepared myself before I start to meditate. And then off you go into your whatever the tools are you've learned from whatever kind of meditation that you've learned. And you just let yourself sit and you let yourself be. And those things will support you as you go along. Uh, you can also stretch. Um, I would say, too, if you find that you tense up during meditation, I had a I had months, I had a long period where it was clear I was nervous about what meditation was doing. I didn't know that consciously, but boy, would my shoulders tense up and I would find I was gritting my teeth, my jaw. <laughs> you, do, you do not want your jaw to hurt, your jaws to hurt, or your shoulders, or any muscles in your back to hurt after you meditate. Meditation is supposed to be helping you with those things. Your heart should not be pounding when you're meditating. But don't get up from that meditation. I would say stretch. Breathe very deeply. Take some long, deep breathing. As a matter of fact, that's a wonderful way to get into meditation is I've set an intention. I've connected to spirit. Um, I'm with my ego self, my mind, my higher consciousness. And now I'm going to breathe deeply in, all the way in, all the way out. Do that a few times and then just sit with yourself. It will provide you a space for a more confident meditation. Um, you can use mantra, which is close to using your breath, but playing mantras or listening to them or listening to yourself say a mantra of some kind, again, like an affirmation, um, helps you with your purpose and your intention. And so many mantras are in another language. And while, while I definitely advise, if there's anything you're chanting or saying to yourself, you should know the meaning of it. But a mantra in another language lets your higher mind take the rhythm, the pulse, the vibration, and just help you flow into a more peaceful vibration. Your mind is still active. There's still creativity, but it's 
harmonizing you, blending with you. One suggestion is the hum so so hum meditation, which means it is what it is. But listen to that sound. Hum so so hum. Hum so so hum. Hum so so hum. It goes, it vibrates down into your heart, into your belly, into your diaphragm. It vibrates through you. It's very calming. There's another mantra, Ekonkar Satgur Prasad, Satgur Prasad, Ekonkar. Ekonkar Satgur Prasad, Satgur Prasad, Ekonkar, 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 Ekonkar Satgur Prasad, Satgur Prasad, Ekonkar. You could say any of these. You could say Om, Om, Om. I've either done those for myself or you can find them on YouTube or perhaps you have CDs of mantras that you like, but they certainly bring you down to a grounded place and back into a place of balance. Uh, Ekankar Satgur Prasad is one of the peace mantras and very harmonizing. Um, so those are possibilities that kind of help you get into meditation, help your mind adjust or attune, and help you if you've had some kind of an experience that you did not like while you were meditating. These bring you back into that place of peace and align you all the way through your chakras from the root to the crown and back again. Um... <clears throat> But mainly we find unusual experiences or difficult experiences in meditation on the whole make you stronger. They help you get to know yourself better, uh, which is what ultimately you do want when you meditate. And in knowing yourself better, you find that you handle the world better. There's nothing Honestly, what I've found is there's nothing outside of yourself that's scarier than what we produce or create within ourselves. And I would even put to you the things that scare you outside of yourself are directly related to any fears you're harboring or carrying within you. Once you tackle those, once you know those things about yourself, you are more likely to want to try new experiences. Again, you find less gets to you in time. Things you thought you could never deal with from other people, you go, that doesn't bother me anymore. It rolls off your back. It's meditation just has that tremendous 
effect and uh, possibilities through your very own thoughts. So I would say to you, do address your fears. Um, you may already be doing that. You may be doing that with, with a therapist of some kind um, or some other kind of practice might be bringing you to your fearful self. Um, but, but all of it will be addressed in your mind, your fears, the anger you may have, the grief or sorrow you may be carrying with you. I've had lots of clients say, I didn't even know this thing was here. I or I thought I had dealt with that. And there are layers to these things. Um, and you just let yourself be patient with yourself. Um, learning to be patient comes up in your meditation, by the way. Um, it's like, I thought I was a patient person, but oh my goodness, the patience I have to show myself will be remarkable out in the world. You become more patient with other people. You become more compassionate. Um, your culture will come up in meditation, your religious beliefs, those often come up, um, cultural, religion, things like that come up in symbolism. Suddenly in your mind's eye, um, the limnoscot, the eight on its side will come up, the infinity symbols. For some people, that's not meaningful, but they'll go, why is that coming up? It's some of the very most ancient symbolism that comes up, the pentagram, the cross, a different kind of cross than you're used to seeing. Um, there are animal energies that can come up. You can feel it in your own heart, in your mind, in your body. You might have the experience of more light expanding around you and with you. That can be from your guidance, but it is your own higher consciousness you will find too. We are more powerful than we know. God and spirit or goddess and all our guidance wants us to know that we are part of the world of spirit, even while we walk in these bodies. It's extraordinary, the beautiful and unusual experiences that can come up for you as you meditate. You will find that you will lose the need for being attached to a perspective of thinking perhaps that you've carried before again the higher consciousness knows the way of that it won't be an organization or a type of meditation that shows you that it will be your the dictates of your own inner being unfolding for you you will let go of regrets and expectations for making better plans for yourself um, it's it, it really is lovely. Um, you'll be more connected to the present moment. You'll find that one of the, again, the reason I named this, this podcast cruising through the light and shadow is you'll find you are on a cruise through life, but you're not doing that in an unconscious way. Finally, I would say that the biggest product of meditation is about how conscious you become. That is what allows you to cruise more peacefully or readily or easily in your life, not just through it, but in your life. Um, your mind starts to practice a more non-judgmental awareness. 
So the, the little things you hear, the little experiences will be easier to ignore. You'll just go, oh, that's interesting. How colorful. And you'll let yourself go because you'll know that's just your mind having having its fun or entertainment. Your higher self will know whether it's important or not um, because you'll be in that conscious place. You'll find basically you don't need the drama or the darker experiences. And lastly, um, I would say becoming more soul conscious helps you set a plan for yourself being here on the earth. You will find um, a deeper love of self and therefore a deeper, deeper love of the humanity around you. Um, it will feel when you meditate, you just, just sitting down to meditate is a feeling that the universe is meeting you halfway and it is a kind and loving universe. You will get an experience of that. You will get validation of that. Um, so go ahead and let your self have the meditation experiences that will come and go, the ones you care for, the ones you don't care for. Um, in the long run, it will all be of service to you. And Satnam. So uh, no need to go into anything else but a loving, relaxing meditation to end the show. Just go ahead and s allow yourself to just sit comfortably. If you're driving, give just a little bit of a listen to this. Of course, I don't want you going into some altered state of being while you're needing to pay attention to the world around you. But let yourself see yourself as a being of peace and take a deep breath in and release the breath and if you are in a space to do so place your hands over your heart and just sit in the space of holding yourself dear untroubled and think to yourself I know or I remember I am a being of light among all other beings of light I am spirit walking I let myself be uplifted I travel the universe the world spreading light love and contentment. The more I have, the more I am conscious of this love, the more I share it in waves of being. I am on a journey beyond space and time. I relax 
I send out vibrations of peace, of light, of kindness. I am a being in my truth. I trust all that comes to me. I trust that I am all right. I trust that I can let go. And as I continue in this life, I hold gratitude for every moment. And now take a deep breath in and release that breath. One more time, take a deep breath in. Feel if you're holding any tension. And as you let that breath out, release the tension. My thoughts are free to wander, but I remember that I never walk alone. And Om Shanti. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, I want to say my thanks to Paul Preston, my podcast technician, to Kevin McLeod for the music, to Allison Warner for her help with social media, and to the listeners, keep cruising through your light and shadows. Join me in two weeks. Om Shanti. Blessed be.